All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode and the penultimate episode of uh, this series of Doctor Who. I am Josh. With me, as always, is my co-host, Jack Phillips. Uh, how are you, Hi Jack? I'm all good, thank you. I'm all good. That was a very uh, formal and posh introduction. I think that's probably the, uh, you know, kind of the poshest one we've done so far. But uh, We're nailing it now. What, we're 12 episodes in, plus a bonus episode here and there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. We're, we're getting there. Look at us nearly being professional. Nearly being professional. And we're on, like I said, the penultimate episode of, or the penultimate story, I should say, of this series. We're nearly in the end game. Um, not regarded as one of the best episodes of this series. Bradley Fuller, before we joined outright, said it's his least favourite of the series. Um, I fucking loved it, JP. What were your thoughts? It wasn't too bad, actually. Uh, you know what? It's a middle of the road thing. I don't think it's the worst episode there's been. I don't think it's the best one either. Um, but it's like, like like all kind of episodes this um, this season. I feel like it's got good individual points about it, you know, um, yeah. which is, yeah. So it's, it's a middle of the road one for me. Not not great, not bad, you know, is what See, it is. I, I, I think that's unfair. I think it's a genuinely good episode. It's a good character study. The characters in it are all very good. The plot, okay, there's not much of it, but there doesn't need to be much of it. I was watching it and I was like, oh, shit, it's nearly finished. Like, it flew by for me. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. This one did go quickly, actually, um, which is uh, which was interesting. Yeah, rapid. But, Your favourite um, character, Mickey, returns. We've got Captain Jack getting oh, a Mickey. bit more development. We've got that strange lady from Harry Potter, or not from Harry Potter, but acts like the Harry Potter lady back in it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, mate, I think it's a quality. We get the rift is explored, which comes back in future episodes. Oh. We get yeah. the big reveal of the series, kind of, but not really. Um, mate, it's mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. huge episode. So do you want to just dive in and we get started? Yeah, let's dive in, as we always do. Let's go chronological and yep. uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So it opens up, of course, in a in a kind of a meeting room kind of thing um, between, I'm assuming, what's some kind of scientist and and the, uh, the you know, the head of the Savine. I've got to say straight away, we're opening with a, a comment, a kind of a comment on a politician's promise. Yeah, I promise yeah. I'll look into it for you. She's like, you're not gonna know, are you? I couldn't tell if it was alien or true politician, but um, yeah, I, was this one written by Russell T. Davis, by any chance? It was indeed, yeah, and it's very oh. early evidence that Doctor Who has always been woke. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it was woke. It was just such a kind of on the nose comment. It was just straight away, just like, oh, I promise. But if that happened today, it would be like, oh, look at Doctor Who. It's gone all political. No, it's always been political. This is the thing. It's just so happens that. You agreed with these politics, and you don't agree with the new ones that are happening. That's why you're throwing yeah. the toys out of your pram. I have a question about this. Well, firstly, this opening scene is a great mm -hmm. reintroduction to the Slovene. It's genuinely yeah. quite scary and suspenseful. Agreed. Secondly, where the hell is that man from? Like, I Googled him. I've looked his IMDb up. Couldn't find him anywhere. But I recognize him so much. It's either he's a famous actor and he's in something that I've forgotten, or he just looks like every politician slash office worker like every middle-aged British man ever. There's something so familiar about his face, but I cannot pronounce no. it. I, I think you're on your own on that one. I, I didn't recognise him. Really? I, not, not at all. Didn't recognise him or anything like that. I just, no, I, I no idea. He must look I like mean, someone he, in my personal life, I think, because I couldn't find anything on him. Well, the thing is, he could be uncredited. So it could be a famous actor that what's just uncredited for his... No, I found his credit, and I went through his filmography and everything on IMDb, and I was like, oh, I don't recognise him from that, I don't recognise him from that. I think he's in an episode of Torchwood, but I don't think he's, like, a big character in it. So, anyway, that's just my little tangent there. Sorry. There we go, guys. In the comments of, you know, all the social medias, if you do recognise him or know where he's from that, we, that Josh may know, Drop us, you know, just drop us a message or a comment or something, and we'll see. Yes, we'll see if it's something that you know. I bet you bumped into the shop. You know, you bumped into him in the shops on time. I must have. I'm not Welsh. He's Welsh, isn't he? Oh, hello, I'm Welsh. 
Oh, you I mean, you can put on Oh, yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, speaking of Welsh and how good my accent just was, you're, you've got Welsh heritage, right? I do. I do. Do you speak any Welsh? No. And none, oh, none right, of my family okay. do either. None of my family do. The, the thing is, is it's, it's one of those things that kind of it's not really it is taught in schools but it's not really it depends when you go kind of in, right. in wales yeah now where, where my family are along, along the south coast it's not really something that's taught there they all speak english but just with funny accents and that's it <laughs> um yeah no it's a bit of a uh, talking of strange noises though um she when 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 the you know when when she kills the scientist warrior person yeah the guy that's worrying all the time i swear down she makes a vol a lot of velociraptor noise yeah, I picked up on that. That's definitely been lifted from Jurassic Park. I'm it's sure. It's been, isn't it? I, yeah, I, just, I, I, sure. I listened to it a couple of times and I was like, I swear that's a Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, picked up on that as well. Yeah. But yeah I'm glad. Just, I'm, so yeah, I'm glad it was more like monster noises and they focused less on the whole gas and farting and stuff. That's quite downplayed yes. in this episode, which I really like. Agreed. It happens once, I think. And that is literally the opening, uh, like kind of the opening scene, I think. Yeah, yeah, and it works as a plot point to get them into the toilet so they can have the separate conversation. But yeah, I think genuinely yeah. they're less they're less silly in this. She, that woman, whatever her name is, Margaret or Vlon or she is brilliant. Like this is not a compliment in any means necessary, but she looks like a Slovene even when she's not a Slovene. Do you know what I mean? Like you, she's got that sort of like <laughs> nasty like like that scowl. The, I'm like the, Jesus, you're the, scary. I was gonna say the the Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that, that that is it. You have that kind of that character that you just hate because they're such a good actor. I mean, yeah, I, exactly. I never saw Game of Thrones, um, but there was a, there was another character. I think his name is Jeffrey or something. Oh in that, yeah, the, the King kid. Jeffrey or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, again, yeah. that was a character that was hated so badly, but because the acting was so good, yeah. and you just that's when you know you're a good actor is when you can, you know, you you can just receive all this hate from people just because of a character you played. Yeah, you know, totally and, agree. And you played it so well. No, no, fully, fully agree. Fully agree with that one. Yeah, no, I love her. I think um, she's very good in the role and would love to see her in more things as well. She's genuinely very good. Yeah, maybe she could do like a remake on Matilda or like Harry Potter or something like that. Oh, yeah. She could kind of play yeah. that like evil stepmom kind of nurse, that, that evil female authority figure. You know what I mean? Like a nurse yeah. or a mum or a stepmom or an auntie or something. Just yeah. that real kind of, you, you know what I mean? Like that kind of kid show sort of, I don't know. It's it's not like something that's like adult or anything like that, but you know, kind of the the teacher in charge or something like that. Yes, really, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just totally. describing Dolores Umbridge with it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So moving on, of course, we then go to um, Mickey stepping off in Cardiff. I was Love about that to Mickey's back. I was about to moan. Uh, it, uh, again, I have to kind of when I'm writing notes, I just write my first thoughts down and then kind of you know update them as the series goes along. And I was about to moan so hard on. Why on earth a lad from London is ended up in Cardiff? Why he's getting off a train in Cardiff? But of course, you find out further down the line <laughs> that it's actually because that he's been, in, you know, kind of invited there by Rose and and everything like that. But it just really hurts me that just this London kid who's probably <laughs> never been out of London in his life just turned up in Cardiff, and it was like, yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. But no, oh, so you was, thought it was, was going to be like he just bumped into them. Genuinely, right? Because this is the, you know, uh, part of my <laughs> note was again with the convenient trouble. <laughs> you know, they always just seem to land in the wrong place at the right time. And it's just like, I, it just wouldn't have surprised me if he just turned up in Cardiff and just went, oh, yeah, I hope Cardiff's a nice place, decided to go there for a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've stumbled across the TARDIS, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That was the kind of writing I was getting. But no, he didn't. They they wrote it out, which I was really happy with. Um, Poor Mickey, though. Oh, mate, I've got a note here that just says, how upset would you be if your girlfriend went travelling with two other men? I, I mean, it's not even that. I just... 
you know, it's just a handshake. They do like a little handshake thing as well. And I just like, poor Mickey just has no idea what's going on. You know, you watch <laughs> the inside joke as well. I just, I feel like they always throughout this episode just took the piss out of Mickey. Yeah, you know, it's like, quite kind of a handshake. And then like kind of he has that conversation with Rose, doesn't he? Where, where he's like, he's outside the TARDIS and you think, oh yeah, that's really upset. And then like for, he just reveals that he's seeing someone else and Rose just gives him an absolute pasting for it and i'm like yeah. damn that's that's really mean that one he does the only thing is yeah, i was gonna say the only thing i don't like is that um towards the end he just like flips his lid which i i get you know you're upset but the way he went about it i guess maybe that's to do with his character but i just i feel like he went a little bit over the top there and i don't oh. I, I sort of, I, I, t- I can totally get it. Like, bearing in mind, he's only like 20 odd as well, maybe like 21, 22. So he's young, he's hot headed. His girlfriend's just fucked off with two boys to go traveling, has called them all the way to Cardiff just for a passport. And then the bit that I love is when like that thunder starts happening. And he's like, oh, what was it? And he looks around and Rose is just legging it just without like yeah. even a second thought <laughs> yeah. from Mickey. I was, but, I totally, totally get why he's so upset. But, well, I, I did, but I didn't because at the end of the day, right? So you, I, I when I watched that, I didn't see that she was running away from danger. No, she was I running towards it, right? Towards the danger, exactly, yeah. right? Mickey knows exactly what's up with Rose, right? He knows that she, you know, she's with some space wizard thing that he doesn't fully understand, but he knows that they do magical things and they always try and save the universe and everything like that. So surely, if Mickey's under, you know, Mickey knows that. So surely if you're sitting there and you see her running away from you, you'd go, that's because she's going to try and save the world. Oh, I think you'd still be pissed off. Though. Like, it only takes 10 know, seconds to say, right. wait here, I'm going to save the world, or come know, with me, I'm like, going to save the world. Imagine you're a firefighter or you're a policeman or something like that, and you're sat down for, you know, kind of some kind of dinner with your ex-girlfriend or something like that, and then you just hear a robbery or a fire around the corner. I'm going to sit there and explain to them and go, look, I'm really sorry. I'd love to catch it up with you, by the way, but I've got to go, you're gone. I guess, I guess so. But you'd still be pissed off in that situation, like regardless of whether no, she did wouldn't. the right thing. Or... <laughs> of course, you're you fucking would. Oh if no you're way, you... man! But if you're if you're annoyed that someone is leaving you to go save someone else, quite literally save lives, you gotta look. You gotta look at yourself and go, "I'm a cunt." No, I'm sorry. If they don't excuse themselves properly, I'm allowed to be annoyed. No, no, not yes. at all. Not at all. There's yes. a certain time and place for it. I'm not saying you just leave every meal. You just go, you just leg it down the road. You're like, oh, what's that, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a standard exit in, like, you know, in Europe. But no, I'm, no, I'm not saying you do that. But, like, when there's a certain, and there's a good reason for it as well. Do, I do you know don't I mean? know. I don't know. I would be, I agree. I'm on, I'm hashtag Team Mickey here. Uh, no, also, don't. don't forget, the last time we saw him, He'd been accused of murdering Rose. Like he's still got that uh-huh. on his conscience, probably. Well, that's can't true. Get a no, girlfriend, that's true. Can't fit into you know, social performance, all that I'm, sort of stuff. No, no, no. I get that, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like this episode he gets a slapping, but it's just the end part. It just doesn't. I don't know. It does sit well with me. Uh, interesting. I agree to disagree on that one. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There I think we he's go. totally just yeah. a lot of sympathy for him. Yeah, no, I, I feel sympathy for him for for sure. You know, it's uh, but um, oh, so the background on the TARDIS skin. We get a little bit of an insight on the on the, the skin around the TARDIS. Oh, yeah, the skin. Fucking hell, you're such a fortniter. Fortniter? What do you mean, skin? Skin is skin. Um, <laughs> the, the, the chameleon circuit, yeah, the chameleon circuit. Yeah, the chameleon circuit. Um, Very interesting. It, it just explains why the TARDIS is a 1960s or 70s police box. 
Yeah, 60s police box, I think. Yeah, police makes sense. Box, I think yeah. that's been, I think that's like old law coming in as well. That's not something that he made up. That has always been mm-hmm. the excuse for having it. I get, they didn't really touch on it, but Mickey goes like, uh, yeah, but it's still a police box in the middle of the street. Like, of course people are mm-hmm. going to notice it. And the doctor's just like, oh, well, you just walked past it. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's later explained in another series that the chameleon circuit, one, it like disguises it, it, changed what it uh, changes what it looks like. But also mm-hmm. it has a subconscious thing where it purposely makes it not stand out. Like no matter what it's disguised as, it will never stand out. Ah, so it's okay. not invisible, but it's like, it's always there, but you don't notice it's there. So it's like, the, the example I thought of as it was happening was, there's a chair in the TARDIS console room. And I always forget that that chair is there, but it's in every single shot. I'm like, okay, so that's what the chameleon circuit does. It just puts it at the back. So you can't focus on it. You can't have your attention on it. Yeah, no, agreed. I agree. I quite like it. Um, I mean, he, he says about, you know, kind of before it got broke, it would have appeared as a statue if you were in the Roman times or something like that. And I quite like it. But the, the I, I mean, looking from, from what I'm looking at, because I've not had that experience of the whole, you know, kind of subconscious thing. Although we, it was proven that the TARDIS is a kind of living thing towards the end Ooh, of the episode. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll touch to that one as well. Um, But the, the, I mean, the funny thing is, is, you know, the doctor just says, oh, people will just walk past it and leave it alone. I'll tell you what, right? If that was to land in the middle of South End High Street <laughs> nowadays, right? That thing would be gone or burnt out or there'd be some, I don't know what happening in there, you know? Yes, just... exactly, exactly. Well, it does get graffitied on in one of the early episodes right and uh oh, it does it does it does and again we will get to that one we, we will uh, absolutely we get, there, get to that yeah <laughs> we, um, we will get there all right so captain jack the doctor rose and even mickey i love the bit where they're just fucking about having the banter they're in that pier side cafe they're just telling stories and laughing yeah. such good camaraderie right and it's all I, I thought, I... go on yeah I'm, I, I thought we were doing this um kind of chronologically that's the next bit, isn't it? No, I thought they went to the um I, I thought they go to the uh, the little um conference thing with the politicians. You know they go for the conference thing where they, where she's showing off the uh, the plans and everything like that and the journalists. Oh right, okay, journalists. sorry, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a big you're point right, right. in there that I did, did just completely got overlooked and I still don't know why. Right. So oh. of course they're in this thing and she's explaining that they're building this big old nuclear power plant in Cardiff <laughs> and you know and everything like that. And I mean just the Welsh accents alone just remind me of Gavin and Stacey. Just every time I hear a Welsh accent, I'm like, oh it's Gavin I've I've got family that are Welsh and, and uh, you know, you just think of Gavin and Stacey instead. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um but I mean, first of all, the I mean just where the journalist is just going, but what about these people that die? And she's just like, Well, they're French. Oh <laughs> wow. That is brilliant. Okay. Yeah, I've got a note. They slipped on a patch. Uh, they sent yeah. on an icy patch. They were decapitated. Yeah. It was a very icy patch. Very icy like, patch. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. I and love then, that. Right? She literally admits to killing a man, and she's still at the office. He's like, "Yeah, but <laughs> you run over him." Like, <laughs> oh, okay. She yeah. Killed a man, admitted it, and she's still in the office. I mean, but mate, uh, mate, like we're laughing. President Trump today has been charged with more criminal offences and is still running for president of but the he United didn't States. Kill a man, though. I mean, all oh, right, mate, as if it would make a difference. I don't know. Murder's kind of the, the one of the top things you can do, really, isn't it? Hey, I mean, he's being yeah, accused of organising a riot on the White House. Yeah, but that's just an angry gathering of people, you know, literally. No, 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 no. I think this at the time was quite controversial, and now it's again, it's become our present. Like this is happening. This is happening. Yeah. Our prime minister won't admit how many, oh, sorry, Boris Johnson, our former prime minister, has not admitted how many fucking kids he's got. I was just about to ask the question, how many politicians, current serving politicians we've got, do you reckon has killed someone? 
<laughs> well, exactly. Fucking how many of them are bloody Slovene? That's what we should be asking ourselves. I mean, like, there, there is a pretty big kind of theory that goes around on the internet that they're all a bunch of lizard people, which I wonder if it came from this episode, really. But <laughs> no. you know. But it's yeah. not that far-fetched at all. But yeah, I like, yeah, of course. Of course she's killed someone and she's still in power. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a show. It just really made me laugh again. And the commentary on the politicians, you know, the, the <laughs> politicians behaving badly. She was just like, yeah, but you run him over. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. But no, it's, uh, yeah, so there was, it was an interesting one. And of course, you get that horrible bit of tension where she's kind of not interested. And then suddenly she's like, oh, I'm interested now. And then you, and then and then she does that thing where she's like, oh, all the girls together now to the toilet, which is yeah. a whole thing, by the way. I don't know why they do it. Just company or something like that. You don't, as a guy, you don't really go to the toilet together. You just just go off one at a time and come back. The girls are just yeah, like, exactly. yeah, we go for a group trip to the toilet. And that's it. I know. I don't get it at all. It's so they can all do their makeup and have pillow fights, presumably. That's true. That's because that, that's what you're doing, really. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. But the um. Well, the unanswered question I, I still can't work out is. Why? Because, because of course, she goes into the toilet and then she kind of goes into her normal form and everything like that. And she's about to kill the journalist. Yeah. And then she doesn't. She then just suddenly turns sad. Yeah. Why? Because the journalist starts talking about her boyfriend and she's having a baby and basically family. And you know, the last time we saw Margaret, her family was being blown up. Yeah, but she killed a scientist like you know ten minutes ago <laughs> in the episode. Yeah, but the no scientist there. wasn't mentioning his family. family. Yeah, he, he didn't mention family, it though. though. He didn't mention it though. Mm. And the doctor does go on. I think when they're sat at the table as well, he says something like, "Every now and then, just to make yourself feel better, you'll let someone live, and that's how you live with yourself." He does because yeah, because she says to me, "Oh, the, uh, she says to him when they're eating dinner, she goes, oh, well, the other day I, I, I left the journalist alone and everything like that.'" But it doesn't make sense why she just, I, 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 you know, she's there just to eat people. It doesn't make sense why she wouldn't eat the journalist. No, I can see I it. I can it. see it. It's just yeah. that whole family relation. She's just lost her entire family. Now, it's just a, a brief lapse in judgment that lets her justify what she's doing to herself. Yeah, I get that. I totally yeah, get that. I don't know. Um, the thing I do love about the Sabina, and I, I can't remember if I mentioned this last time that we saw them, but I do love the sideways, like kind of the uh, side, sideways. Yes, um, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the lizard. I just, it's such a cool, it's just so cool. It's great character design. I, I love it. It's just, it is a good, you know, a, good costume, to be fair, isn't it? Yeah, and like when she's there and she's looking sad and then you just see the eyes just a lot, they blink and it just goes sideways. It's, oh, it's so cool. I love it. I just love it. It is, it is um, pretty cool. Just quickly, yeah. I had a dream the other night. It's literally just come back to me. It's not in my notes or anything. I had a dream the other oh. night that I was being chased by a Slovene in a bikini. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, really fucking trippy. <laughs> it's just going to be a smash or pass question. A Slovene in a bikini, smash or pass. I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, you know, clap at you in cheeks, be like Captain Jack, it's in the name, you know, that's it. Just what do you reckon the children would look like? Oh, God. Actually, that's oh, answered. Baby. There's a spin-off called The Sarah Jane Adventures, and there's a baby Slovene in it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> right, anyway. God. Yeah, I think that's um, a good scene. I think that's a good scene yeah. in the bathroom. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, again, I think the Slovenes are genuinely quite scary. Well, I think the Slovene is genuinely quite scary in this episode. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. It's a lot scary when there's, uh, and I, that's the thing as well. I think it's a lot scary when there's just one. Agreed. You know totally agree not, with you, mate. They're not going to kill off just that one. Whereas when there's loads of them, the, you kind of, you almost feel like the writers could just go, that one dies, now that one dies, and now they all die. Whereas when there's one, they're not just, just going to kill off the one straight away. No, yeah, exactly. and I, I quite like that. I quite like that. Um, I'm trying to think of good. some examples of that. Dalek. 
Yeah, but you haven't seen a multi-Dalek episode yet. Well, I have towards the end on the next week's <laughs> one. So that um, was no, because the, the first one that comes to mind is Alien, but then Alien Two is arguably a better film. Yeah, I prefer Alien Two, but then that, I think that's probably because just Ripley just becomes. I don't know. She just a becomes even better. Out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she just well, she, like the, the end of the first uh, film. She's like a badass, and you're like, wow, this is cool. And then somehow they managed to get her even more badass. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. like, they, they put it this way, right? They put her in a kind of a car thing with a bunch of hardcore marines uh, who were supposed to be the like even harder than she is, and she was yeah. still the hardest person in that car. <laughs> yeah, and you're just yeah. like, damn, that's a that's a cool <laughs> way to be. But anyway, that's by the by. Back to uh, breakfast or lunch or, or whatever you're, you you know kind of you you would whatever oh, yeah, you're eating yeah, yeah, yeah. here. I, right, I love when writers do this, right? Where they just cut in to just the the end of the punchline of a joke, and then the characters laugh. Yeah, I, I like it when it's done well. I thought that was done well. No, I agree with you, but sometimes it's done pretty shit. Like, I just watched Flash again last night, and yeah. uh, it's that whole sort of, you know, that you try, if, if you try too hard to be, like, your characters in something have to feel like they exist when you're not looking at them. And that's a really, that's like the easiest way of doing it is to cut in on them doing something else so that you're reminded mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. do have a life. But sometimes it can be done so cheesy and so in your face and unbelievable. Um, so yeah, it's a testament to the writer, but also the actors that this works because Jack is talking yeah. absolute nonsense about being naked and chased by aliens, and it doesn't make any sense, and yet you believe it. Yeah, no, exactly. That, that's it, and I, I just really like that. You, you've hit it spot on there in the fact that it just does build that bit of character development. You, you kind of, you're almost there to believe that these characters have a life outside of the snapshot that what we're seeing. Exactly. You know, you kind of, you almost feel like you've just moved in, and you're, you're just looking there and then. It's not just action and then go it's you're moving in on real lives and exactly and that's, and that's, it, that's, that's what i really like yeah and it happens quite a lot this episode you've obviously got jack's story nikki talks mm-hmm. about trisha delaney and he's been dating elsewhere rose is saying yep. oh we did this we walked under these 50 foot waves and this happened that happened like i think this is a, it is quite a boring episode in terms of things actually happening but for developing the characters it's probably one of the yeah. most important episodes in this series to be fair like no i think like i genuinely believe in team tardis at this point jack rose and the doctor they are now bearing in mind we've only had jack for one episode and he was mm-hmm. technically i guess kind of the antagonist he certainly wasn't part of the team do you know what i mean so yeah so like but now i genuinely like, again i've seen the history of this show as well but I believe they've been traveling for months and months and years and years with each other. Do you know what I mean? And it's only been not even an episode. And that was proven as well, because when a bit further down the line, when Rose is talking about, uh, you know, talking about the adventures and that to Mickey, she, she mentions some kind of ice covered planet or something that, that froze. It was, you know, and she was like hundred foot ways and everything. Now we haven't seen that, of course. Exactly. Yeah. And again, it's a brilliant bit of writing to show that these characters have actually done other things apart from what we've seen. Which helps us believe that they, you know, it can kind of, it's a good way to explain between episodes why characters have suddenly got a lot closer together. Yeah, no, I think it totally works. Which, totally, yeah. totally works. Yeah. And it's, no, and it's done sweet. excellently in this episode. So, so, yeah, I absolutely love that scene of them all uh, getting lunch. The only thing that pisses me off about it is the doctor gets up, snatches that old Welshman's oh, news and he says <laughs> yeah. nothing. This Welshman just lets oh, it happen. Don't. Maybe that was just a thing. Like back in two thousand and five, people in Cardiff were really, really, really nice people, and they just like they were just like, "Oh yeah, that's it." I mean, are Welsh supposed done... to be typically Larry? I don't know. I mean, put it this way: if you'd have done that in London, you'd have ended up with like a kind of a, a three-inch stab 
you know, wound through your chest or something. You know? Oh, if that had have um, happened in London, it would have been a regeneration episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no two... What happened? Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. You know, there in the Doctor Who movie, um, the seventh. Bit. Yeah, yeah, there's a movie back in the back in the day. The seventh, so it starts off with the seventh doctor, and then it's the eighth doctor's movie. But the way he okay. regenerates is the seventh doctor. Literally, this is all in the space of like 30 seconds. So movie opens, seventh doctor's in the TARDIS, lands it in New York, opens the door, gets shot down by a New York gang, and then that's it, regenerates into the next doctor, and it's never heard of again. Like that's a, that's not even a spoof. That's it genuinely happens. Oh my god. So like yeah. the seventh doctor was shot by a gang member. Yeah, just because he opened the door in the wrong neighbourhood. You've got to YouTube it once we finish this. Just YouTube it. It's oh, the most ridiculous thing in the world. Oh, I've got to watch that. That's, oh, <laughs> that's, that's going on the watch thing tonight. That's it. That's incredible. They then go to Margaret's office. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit cartoony. Hilarity ensues. I, I think it's quite funny. I think it works. I Well, I was going to say, there's a bit, I, I, again, that I quite like that always just seems to be like a normal trope kind of thing. And, and you see it coming a mile off, but they all pile into the main hall, like kind of the main hallway bit. And like Jack's like, you know, Captain Jack's like, right, we're going to do this. You go here, you go there, you go there. Yeah. And then the doctor just turns around and he's just like, I'm the one in charge. He's like, oh, sorry. What's, what's the plan? Great plan. Like he said, I just, you know, you, you see it coming a mile off, but I just love it. I just, it's just such a. It is good. Yeah. Uh, it is. I was going to say, it's a thing that we saw what the Doctor did last, um, well, not last episode, technically episode, um, the episode before that, in the fact that he trusts other people's judgment. He wants to listen to what other people have said, rather than just going, no, 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 I'm doing the plan, let's do this instead. He knows that Captain Jack is tried and tested in these tactics and everything like that. So why wouldn't you, you know, being part part of being a leader is delegation and listening. So yeah. why wouldn't you listen to, to say? And I, and I really like that, that doctor. I think it is it is quite a clever a clever thing to be doing. Yeah, it's a good little bit to be fair. I I, I also think it probably wasn't a cliche back then as well. Like the one that's been to mind is like in the Avengers, where I think like Captain America orders like a policeman around. Then he's like, why should that's we trust right. you? He knocks out a couple of those uh, Chitauri or whatever it is, and then the cap the like the officer just repeats the orders exactly as Cap said it. And so like I do think yeah. it's become a cliche. But this was like this was fucking hell like. I don't know, seven years before that? Yeah, Avengers was 20... Oh, that's a good question. Do you remember? 2012, 2012 I think. Maybe? Yeah, 2012, I want to say. This was 2005. Yeah. So, yeah, seven years before that. Hmm. Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked it. And the, and the other one I liked as well is just, you know, the civil servant is there just to be kind of a, a meat shield, really. You know? Yeah, you, yes. just hear, you just hear the cup, like, drop. And then he just comes out and he's just like, she's not in, she's just up to her. You know, he's just, he's putting every excuse under the book. And he, the, the doctor's just like, she's climbing out the window, isn't she? Yeah. And like, but then yeah. I love that he sort of, he fucks off for a while. The doctor starts his chase. And then out of nowhere, he just comes back as they're on the balcony and starts having a tussle with the doctor. I'm like, I haven't seen it for a while. I was like, is the doctor going to throw him off this balcony? Like, like <laughs> proper get, I was like, is the doctor going to murder this guy? There can only be one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so then they yeah. do the little teleport thing and they're running yeah. around. I do, right, I have noticed this before, but when Mickey catches up to them all, he checks his pulse and he looks at his watch like he's taking his heart rate monitor. I was like, this is that's just a funny little bit. Like, Mickey yeah. is brilliant in this episode, by the way. Like, I know oh, we touched mate. on him earlier. He's genuinely very good at this. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And he, I think he's the first one to kind of, fall over something because all of them apart from yeah, the yeah. doctor falls over something in the way and it, he just like falls through like a cleaning bin or something yeah, it like just that. gets taken out i'm just like but it does happen i mean you, you look at it and you think oh there's no way that would happen but 
it does. You, you know, you, you kind of you're running as fast as you possibly can. Yeah, exactly. You're looking at it in front of you, you know, and that, that's it. But uh, yeah, no, that, that did make me chuckle. That was uh, that that was far funny. Um, but yeah, no, it's quite interesting that the uh, the the Doctor Screwdriver kind of I don't know counteracts the teleport, maybe. Well, yeah, I thought that. And then I was reading up the notes. It's the exact same thing that he does to Cassandra back in uh, episode two. Back so in episode that two. is just yeah, the yeah. thing that the that the screwdriver can do. And Rose says, "Yeah, he's good with he's good with teleports." So. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah they've, they've, they've established that. I'm all for it. Yeah, no, interesting. It's an interesting thing. Um, I think that she gives up, um, Blonde gives up her plan pretty easy, I think. Yeah, but that's because go... I thought the same thing, but then she's double bluffing. No, she's double bluffing. Yeah, that's that's it. But that has surely got to imply that she knew that the doctor was going to turn up. No, so I think she explains later on in the episode. She was like, my plan was going to work. However, my contingency was if anybody does come and work this plan out, they will have the technology that all I need to do is get them to strap it into there. So that's why you're she starts right, boasting because, about how cool yeah. it is. So, Yes, no, you're right, because then she says about I hit the jackpot or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So I think actually that's fine. Like she's, she's letting it off. She's giving away her plan because she knows she's got that back up as soon as the doctor shows up. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. No, I, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, so it was like kind of a plan B. But Plan B became Plan A because of the Doctor and the TARDIS turned up. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, no, that, yeah, makes exactly. that makes sense. Um, I, I did put a thing though. They're they're just making up words now, surely. <laughs> when they're like, <laughs> yeah. the Jackson's like, it's this, and I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I was gonna try and write it down, and I just I, I took a minute, and I was like, I've got no idea how. I'm gonna <laughs> I've got no idea how I'm gonna try and remember how to pronounce that. So I was just like, look, I'm gonna leave that well alone. So, you know, the Slovene was hard enough as it was, and that was just a lot shorter of a word. So I was like, <laughs> fair go on. That's, have that's... a go at saying the planet name. Uh, it was Rexacorium or something, wasn't it? Oh, it's so close. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. I, I, I don't... Uh, Rexacorium something... I, you know what? The worst thing is, I can see Rose and the Doctor walking out the door <laughs> yeah, just trying exactly. to say it. I just can't remember what Rexacorium... Rexacoricophalopatoria. Cephalopatorus, that's it, yeah. I, I know, that, I mean, I know a, that. Yeah, no, but, that, but that's it. I, I was just like, wow, that's, you know, that's incredible. But I can, I can see the scene now where the Doctor goes first through the door and then Rose goes after. And then yeah, she gets yeah. it and they're just like really happy about it. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel that. Uh, you know, I feel that. I, I do yeah. feel that. But um, yeah, in, interesting contingency plan anyway. Yeah, so that scene um, obviously gives way to what the power station is called. Um. I have a note here that yeah. says, "Did you, did you, did you translate it?" Thinking with your Welsh, Welsh heritage, you might be able to speak some. No, but lucky for me, the doctor knew how to anyway, because the doctor speaks Welsh. Because exactly. why wouldn't he? I guess. Um, it was at that point on the train that I went, "Oh my god!" And he did literally. <laughs> I was just like, because I wrote in my notes back in. Um, in fact, I think Aliens of London the, and World War Three. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Aliens of London because Bad I know exactly on the side. Do you know what, as well? I asked you if you'd got the um, Easter egg in that episode. And for those yeah. of you that listened, you turn around and you go, oh, was it Bad Wolf? Because that was written on the TARDIS. And I was like, oh, fuck, am I going to have to admit this now? So I went quiet. And then you went, or is it that there are two doctors? And then you started talking about that. And I was like, oh, cool. got away That's with that. Those two things. Yeah, but no, I, 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 as soon as he went, oh, that translates to bad wolf. And I was like, oh my God. Should we go through and should we talk? Should we, should we very quickly take a detour and go through and let you know where yeah, all of on. them were? I, I... Episode one, don't think it shows up. Episode two, I think one of them, like one of their ships is bad wolf or something like that. 
Um, Unquiet Dead, you have that girl when she's um, predicting the future. She says, oh, like, oh, and you're afraid of the big bad wolf or something like that. Uh, Aliens of London and World mm-hmm. War Three. it's obviously written on the TARDIS. Dalek, yep. it's um, Henry Van Staten's helicopter is called Bad Wolf 5164 bad wolf or something one. like yeah. that. The long game, when the face of Bo appears on the news channel, the news channel is called Bad Wolf. Yeah. Father's Day. It's scrawled on a poster. Yes. I'm yes just, I've just Googled right. it now. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's scrawled on a poster, on, a, on, a, on, on a an poster. 80s club poster. Yeah. And then on the Doctor Dances, the missile about to land. Um, One that Jack's riding. Yeah, Schlechter Wolf, which is, uh, which is of course... Uh, bad wolf in german and of course then i'm not looking any further than boomtown because there's there looks to be more scrolling things but there is boomtown it's called it's called uh yeah bad wolf and, in uh in welsh and i can reveal that the next episode is titled bad wolf so mm-hmm. well done on not spoiling that for yourself i think i mentioned yeah. back in back in one of the earlier episodes uh when they released the episodes like titles before it aired it was called something else i've totally forgotten now and they changed yeah. it like the day it aired to be bad wolf so that nobody could see it coming but yeah like there that. you go like mate. So i'll give you half a point because you'd mentioned half it but then you breezed briefly yeah, over it i breezed over it no i like that because i'm not saying interested about kind of keeping because again it's, it's always a especially nowadays you know i mean 2005 you know the internet's starting to come about and everything but especially nowadays it's, it's a difficult thing to try and keep everything under wraps and try and yeah keep yeah, exactly. surprise and everything i mean it's, it's you know that's what we do the best way to avoid spoilers is to just get yourself down on the first day to the cinema and just exactly, go watch yeah, it and yeah. just go that's it because that's the only way you can do it um but an, an interesting thing i learned the other day was um about empire strikes back go on. because of course empire strikes back was what i suppose would be the original spoiler kind of thing oh yeah you know, with the um uh, your father thing yeah uh, yeah 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 that's it well apparently that when when they did when they shot that scene um uh, David Prowse was told to say Obi Wan killed your father. Ah, oh, no way! And they dubbed it in after, and they dubbed it in with yeah, with Earl Jones to say I am your father. So of course that that kept everything, like all the all the cinema crew that were there, the two actors, everything like that were Genius. under the impression that Obi Wan killed his father. Like, and it's just I love that. I mean, that was back in what? When did they film that? The eighties? Eighty nine, I think. Uh, Seventy nine, even. Was it 77, 79, and then 81, I think, are the Star Wars Something hits, like right? That. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, so, no, 80. Again, so, yeah, yeah. 77, 80, and 83. Yeah. So, again, I just, you know, I love that. That is that is that is good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, a little, little bit of a sign out there of keeping things under wraps and changing, <laughs> you know, changing things last minute. But, yeah, no. So, the as I said, uh, as soon as as soon as he said, oh, Bad Wolf, I was like, oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah so, good scene. Bad Wolf reveal. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a note here that says attempted murder. Very funny. I just don't know what that relates to. This is this is the thing, right? So I, I we then go on to kind of the conversation between Blonde, the Doctor, Captain Jack. I don't think Rose and Mickey are there. I think they're left at this point. And it's the kind of thing where she reveals that she's got a death sentence on her home planet and the family have got a death sentence and everything like that. And she's like, oh, yeah, she's trying to convince him to keep her alive, to keep her in the yeah. Now... I don't know. I, it, it's a very, very interesting scene, and it is a bit of a boring scene compared to, like, you know, but I do feel like it's a very important scene in this one because the Doctor stands his ground up until the last point because the, the, she, she says to him, oh, uh, you're, you're an executioner, you know, because you're, yes, you're yeah, taking yeah. me back to the planet, right? Now, the way I see it is he's not an executioner. He's just a taxi. He's a messenger. 
it's not his fault that you know kind of he's he's not carrying out the sentence of death he's not the one that caused the you know kind of made the the kind of the sentence or anything like that he's he's the taxi you know he's just the messenger you don't shoot the messenger yeah i get that but if someone got into your car and was like right you i'm scheduled to be executioned you could either take me to it or mm-hmm. you could take me literally anywhere else mm-hmm. does that burden then fall on you no especially if that person that got in your car had murdered several hundred people and tried to yeah, yeah. And you kind of the the sympathy's kind of lost a little bit you know i kind of get someone that maybe you know he's like look i'm a family man never committed a crime in my life i was chased out of my own country you know everything like that but it's you know kind of when, when you get to that point where you're like right so we just killed like hundreds of people and we tried to block planet earth for profit please don't take me back I, i'm going to be killed i'm like hmm but also the doctor has done his job in saving the day so That's okay here, okay here, here you go if if um if you've uh if you've just shot someone i don't know this doesn't really this, this metaphor doesn't work i was gonna say if you shoot someone and you get shot in return and you go to yeah. the hospital is it the doctor's yeah. job to then turn you over to the police i think it actually is isn't it uh, yeah, there, there's some kind of inquiry, like line of inquiry or something like that. So uh, that's yeah. why that's why a lot of stab victims don't. Well, not stab <laughs> without getting too much into it. Like that's why a lot of kind of um, gang stabbings and everything aren't actually reported. Yeah, because know, if you get stabbed, you stitch up yourself or you glue up yourself. Because if you yeah. go to the hospital and there's a suspicious stab wound, the the doctors have an automatic duty to call the police if it's something yeah, suspicious. Yeah, 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 right. and goes, well, there you go. That's goes right across. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, but I just yeah I, I don't know I just I feel like it was a kind of it just they they were trying to make a kind of a a bit more of a story than there really should have been you know the doctor's a logical man and I just put is the doctor a Jedi <laughs> because well no 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 everybody knows that the Jedi's compassion was their undoing that was yeah it. they trusted yeah. too much <laughs> and I'm like and I was I was sitting there and I was like. I feel like I'm watching Revenge of the Sith again. <laughs> instead of instead of about learning that the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise, I'm learning about dinner. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so like, this, is, this is the wrong 2005. Because, um, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, much, but, um, I was going to say, uh, Revenge of the Sith came out in 2004, I think. And then I think I was, I think I saw it in 2005. I don't know. But, uh, I, yeah, know, I, I think it's a 2005 release. Oh, it might have been. I think it was, you know, I think it was. 99, 2000. To... Oh, I'm gonna have to Google that now. It's gonna piss me right off. I'm just quickly googling now. 2005. Oh, there yeah. you go. That's my same year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So yeah. So Russell did this episode to be a character study on what happens when the Doctor leaves because mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, they mention it flat out in the episode. They're like, you normally just wander off, but it's true. Like the Doctor doesn't stay around. The Doctor doesn't, or we haven't really seen the Doctor punish any victims or yeah you know like do you know what i mean so i think i think it's a really fascinating episode honestly no it is it is because it's like they're kind of um again a very political thing i mean you know 2005 at the time you know the iraq war had kind of finished and everything like that you know we, we were in kind of post 9 11 not that you and i remember much of this because we were like, <laughs> not at all no. um but like you know it, it kind of you look back at everything like that and it, it's kind of it is a comment on you know, on, on America's involvement in the Middle East and the fact that they go over there, blow everything up and then just leave. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, like, good point. Yeah. Oh, all right, that, that's great. You know, you kind of, the, the, you hear the soaring eagle and then it's just like, well, then what, 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 
you know that that's it you just kind of the you know and you're, you're correct well yeah you know, what you're saying about the doctor the doctor's not around for the kind of the fallout that happens after yeah the cleanup yeah yeah that's it he just he you know he kind of he, he goes there he saves the day yeah well done to him fair play and then he's on to the next convenient bit of, of danger and everything like that and it's just yeah no it's it is an interesting comment about the kind of the consequence of your actions uh, however heroic and noble they are i guess you know so yeah interesting um almost as interesting between the conversation between rose and mickey while the conversation between blonde and the doctor's going on yeah i love both of these conversations i think this is like this is where this episode again it is technically boring but i, I was just fascinated by both of the conversations going on my, my well, favorite yeah. my favorite bit out of all of them is when mickey goes oh i'm dating trisha the lady and rose turns around and goes She's a bit big. A bit big. I just, you know, I, you know what? I put exactly that on my notes. I just put, she's a bit big. <laughs> so that's clearly been in my subconscious for the past fucking 17 years. Do you know what I mean? And then Mickey, poor Mickey's on the back foot. And he's just like scrambling around, clutching her straws. And he's like, oh, she's lost weight. She's lost weight. And I'm like, <laughs> the man has to justify it. So he's like, girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend that's disappeared. The man's first reaction is to not go, well, no, she's all right. He's to just go, oh, she's lost weight, she's lost weight. Like, the poor man. Like, I'm sorry. And poor Trisha, wherever this bird is. Yeah, poor Trisha. Her ears are burning all in London again. You know, she's she's all in London and, uh, and her ears are not proper burning. Um, I, I mean, I had to listen to this conversation while I was cleaning up the uh, the dinner I had on the train because uh, between the, the conversation between the Doctor and Blonde, you know, they then talk about, oh, she's going to run off and everything. And Jack just conveniently pulls out these handcuffs yeah yeah don't want to know about them but then she just turns around and looks directly at him and just goes dinner in bondage i can't wait and i just at that point everything left me and then i was just like i had to apologize to the lady opposite me and i was just like i was a disaster and then of course i've got it going on in the background so you know um i mean yeah that goes back to your slovene in the the kingdom (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah but Again, love it. Like, and it's, I think it's even more rewarding when you know she's got her plan in the background as well. Like, because you think, oh, yeah. she's just going to try begging for her life. That's all she's doing. But no, she's actually totally in control. Well, she tried to roofie the man, then tried to poison the man, and then tried to, no, sorry, tried to stab the man, and then tried to poison the man after. Yeah, I, she, that bit got... is brilliant where she's like poison dart from the finger, angry, evil breath. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely <laughs> just, brilliant. It is good, isn't it? Um, but no, I mean, going back to um, Rose and uh, Rose and Mickey, though, I mean, because, you know, the, the Doctor and Blonde's conversation is pretty much the same conversation they have in the TARDIS. Um, I just, I, I mean, there was mixed signals galore, really. Oh, mate, isn't it just? I, isn't it just? Like, let's go so, and get a hotel room. Let's, right, so Mickey, right, and I had to double check this. I had to watch it back. Mickey suggests that they go and get a hotel room. Yeah. Which, we're all adults around here. We know what that means, right? She agrees. She goes, yeah, I want it. So I'm like, hey, you know, happy days. You know, that, that's that's what you want to hear. And then they make conversations about trying to find a pub or a restaurant or something like that. So you think, okay, things are back to normal. Rose then starts talking. It then cuts to the point where they're looking over the sea or something. And Rose starts telling them about everything that her and the doctor have been up to and all these weird and wonderful planets. And then Mickey, just out of the blue, goes, I'm dating someone else. <laughs> yeah, like, it is so strange, why isn't it? did you suggest the hotel then? Like, I, well, I mean, hats off to him for shooting his load, and then maybe his conscience just kicked in. But but the thing is, though, is he not that he, he should, you know, kind of not that he should have had to defend 
his new girlfriend from Rose's vicious personal assault. There. Um, but he obviously kind of has feelings for this new girlfriend because he defend he doesn't even bat an eyelid. He just defends her straight away. You know. And yeah, true, true. I just you know, and he he does have this monologue about oh, you know, you come back and I drop everything and I come over to Cardiff and, but I mean, I don't know. It, it just it didn't match up, and I wonder if they took multiple kind of they made like multiple conversations i guess and that was the one they cut them together and then went okay maybe you know, that's maybe. that's the final because again going back to star wars if you watch a new hope the, the, the first conversation between luke and obi-wan when they're in the heart and he shows him but you know kind of anakin's lightsaber and everything like that that's very disjointed and the reason that's disjointed is because they actually cut the scene up and chopped it around and everything because i think it was something to do with the, the planet oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 i have heard this yeah 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 exactly and then of course that's why it's a bit disjointed and there's a few awkward side i just i kind of when i was watching that i just got that feeling that maybe maybe there were multiple scripts that they had and they decided that that one was the best way to do it and i, I just don't know it just was very very disjointed i think no i don't know um, i saw it again it worked for me like i think yeah he's confused he's upset he's sad he's dating this girl because he has to, he has to try and move his life along. And I think he just snaps. And I think it's fair enough, to be honest. Like, like you said, he gets a beat in all episode. Of course, he's yeah. going to spill over. And they are kids at the end of the day as well. We can't forget that. He's come all the way down from Cardiff. He's probably spent all his wages. I would be pissed yeah, off. I'd probably I, snap. I, I guess, but then, I don't know. Like, if you're... It's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's not really going to yeah, be saying that yeah. we have a actually experienced that someone literally disappears off the face of the earth and then comes back and is like, oh, yeah, it's all good. You know, it's just very, I don't know, it's very weird, very weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, as I said, I, I did feel sorry for Mickey and I did understand where Mickey was coming from and the whole thing that he's just like, you just disappear. Like, you know, what am I supposed to do? I'm happy to wait for you, but I don't want to wait for you because I don't know if you're coming. And, and I do get that. It's, it's that. But as I said, I just don't agree with the last bit of Mickey. I just feel like they just overcooked it that little bit. They went from having a steak medium rare to making it, well, they did just the pan, the pan flashed and they just burnt the steak. And it was just like <laughs> that last bit, just, ah, it could have been, it could have been. But yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a very, very interesting conversation to hear between Rose and Mickey. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it, which... I think as well, once it's contextualized in a couple of weeks as well, maybe it will mm. make a bit more sense to you. I mean, that is true. That is true. I'm, I'm only kind of seeing, you know, initial thoughts in and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this is it. Everything, you know, to the characters, everything is still raw. You know, this is the first time Mickey's seen Rose for what I'm assuming I think he says is a year or something. Uh, six months, I think it says at the six start months, of the episode. Yeah. Six months. Oh, sorry. Right? Yeah. Oh, a well, year is, yeah, a year was the, um, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, so, um, anyway, but so yeah. then Thunder and Lightning, very, very frightening. Mm -hmm. Rose does a runner. And then there's, there's a Honestly, bit that where... was a bit of poetry emotion there. Thank you. I was, I was wondering how long I was going to carry that on for. I couldn't think of anything that rhymes with runner. <laughs> uh, so then Margaret and the doctor, um, they run away from their dinner back to the TARDIS. They take the handcuffs off. And I had mm -hmm. to, I've never picked up on this, but I had to rewind it about three times and put subtitles on. An extra in the background as they're running down the stairs just shouts, some date this turned out to be. I was like, I caught me totally off guard. I was like, is that, was that the doctor? Like, no, just some random extra just in the background. Like, never I noticed that. Yeah, mate, go back and watch it. Really, like, just caught me off guard. Yeah, just some absolute nutter goes, some date this turned out to be. I, mean, <laughs> I want to know the context of that. What has happened there? 
this is it. This is the Doctor Who spin-off. That one couple from uh, from 2005's episode of uh, Boomtown, you know. <laughs> well, I just can't picture why you'd say that. Like, must be a first date. Must He's finally shot his shot and he's there and he's like, yeah, this is going very well. But, like, to then be running off on your own and say, some date this turned out. Like, what do you mean, mate? This isn't the date's problem. Was it going bad before mate, that point or what? Maybe he met her in the uh, 2004, like, kind of tsunami that happened. That was their first date, and they were like, right, okay, let's go for a second date in 2005. And they just went through. <laughs> yeah, let's only go on dates when there's a natural disaster. But yeah, anyway, so, anyway, so that, that was that. So yeah, so moving back. So yeah, so it just, yeah, but I don't know that. I mean, maybe that was something that he was scripted to say. Maybe it's like he wasn't scripted to say. You just don't know, do you? Because the, the thing is with extras, these extras are just told to kind of give a general reaction, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, no, always... I read something in the notes here, because it was getting quite famous at this point, that the revival was coming back. They had to film it in the middle of the night when yeah. there's nobody around. And then they kept yeah. the camera shots in the same place, recorded it with the extras. And then, like you were saying about the other one, they spliced the two scenes together. So the Doctor and yeah. Margaret and Rose and Mickey, they're running around and there's no one around them. And the extras are edited in afterwards. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. It's another yeah, no, fact. It's, it's clever. I quite interesting. No, it's clever. I like that kind of stuff. I think it's, uh, I think it's cool. Um, so shit hits Japan. The yeah. cracking then starts. I think, by the way, they like that's some pretty good CGI. That cracking floor as roses run down. That looks, that looks pretty good for two thousand. Yeah, no, the, I was going to say, yeah, no, the, the floor itself. I'm not sure about the rift. Well, the rift my question bit... for you is: Is this the first ever example of a sky beam? I'm trying to go back to the unquiet dead. Did we see a sky beam there in the house? No, not a sky beam. But I mean, just in like in in movies and stuff, because obviously Avengers did it, Suicide Squad did it, and it became like a repetitive trope. But this might be like the first ever use of a sky beam. I don't know, actually. That's a good point. Like, if you go on Letterboxd, there, you can search by movies, just movies that have sky beam. And it's like yeah. it's like a whole subcategory of films now because it's become such cliche. I reckon this could be the first one. Doctor Who started it off again. I don't know. There's, there's got to be something before. I don't I mean, know. I wanna, <laughs> I, I I'm on a page now. So we've got Amazing Spider-Man, Atlantis, Avengers, Age of Ultron, mm. Infinity War, Big Hero 6. Uh, apparently the first Avenger has one, Chronicles of Narnia, yeah. Chronicles of Riddick, Dark City, Dark Tower. We could go on for ages, but I think this might be before it all. I don't know. That That's going to be something to look up, isn't it? That is yeah. going to be something to look up. Let's put yeah, it out to our listeners again. Is this the earliest form of the uh, yeah. of the Skybeam? Is this the first use of it? Name, name us another Skybeam that happened before 2005. There you go. Yeah, in a popular movie, did it? Yeah. Um, talking of kind of things that we're, we're trying to work out that kind of aren't, and in fact, I may have just answered my own question. Go on. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Because I then put, well, two things. One, she says, surfs up, which I didn't think was very alien, but hey, look, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, the second thing is, of course, then the, the TARDIS kind of rips apart and you see the glowing light. Oh, I thought yes. they were going to, Raiders of the Lost Ark, oh, I thought they were going to... Uh, I just melt her face. <laughs> I genuinely thought they were going to do it. I was, I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, I mean, it wouldn't like... surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've like, had no, a series that's gone. But that that now makes me think. I'm now trying to think back on that scene. Did was there a sky beam that come up from the ark and the spirits went around the sky beam? I didn't know. Oh, potentially. Yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It still writes in though. Just see if we can find anything that's earlier than that. And you know, and, and yeah, fact, exactly. Raiders of the Lost Ark was actually a thing, but well, not a thing, but if that was actually a sky beam, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just hallucinated uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is it an actual <laughs> real film? So, yeah, so they're all back yeah. in the TARDIS. Margaret rips her arm off and grabs Rose by the throat. When all I could think of when I was watching it, and I've not even seen this show, but was Secret Invasion. 
when she gets her little Drax arm. Oh, done. That's all I can think of, but this looks better than that. You know what, actually, it looks better than that. In 2005, the the, kind of blonde's arm actually looked better than Gia's Drax arm or whatever it is. Just Just another thing that Doctor Who has pioneered. Yeah, no, I I fully fully agree. That was, yeah, that that was done a lot better. Um, (laughs) So the heart of the... Oh, go on. I I was going to move on to the same thing, actually. Go on, far, far away. Yeah, so the heart of the TARDIS gets ripped open. The TARDIS gets confirmed as a living thing. Um, mm-hmm. It gets you on a subconscious level. That's how it translates things, even though it didn't yep. translate the blind droog thing from earlier, but we'll breeze over that. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think of the, the, the resolution to this episode? Well, first of all, I've got to say what an excellent ending that was. Um, okay, I, okay. It was the- it was the only pun I could think of that had the word egg. Oh, right. Um, excellent. Right. Got you. I thought you were just genuinely <laughs> nice about the ending of this episode. Right, I okay. was a weird. Why did she turn into an egg again? Why did Why did the TARDIS episode? I, well, no, actually, no, I know why the TARDIS, because she says that, you know, she wanted to start all over and she wanted to live on a new planet where she didn't have the death sentence. So I guess that they turned her back into an egg and. Yeah, that's what I got from it. Yeah, the TARDIS sort of read her genuine, deepest desire. Yeah, that, that's what her of... genuine kind of... Yeah, yeah no, yeah. agreed, agreed. It, it, it's kind of like going to the uh, the kind of the, the wishing well, you know, and it's the thing you most desire. Yeah, yeah, yeah She exactly. desired a fresh start, and the, the fresh start was to be born again. That was it. You know, she gets a new family. She forgets about all the past. You know, she gets a chance to live on her own, on her own planet again. So, I, yeah, I get that. I get that. It just, it was a bit weird that they just turned her into an egg. <laughs> it's a bit of a MacGuffin. Apparently, that's the same egg as in um, End of the World as well. It's a reused prop. Uh, okay, so that's interesting. Yeah. Just trying to save costs, uh, costs again. Yeah. Uh, Heart of the Times. Listen, it's a MacGuffin. It's a hand waving thing. It makes yep. sense. I don't think they should have used it in this episode. I think they should have used it in the first half of the season because it may or may not come back up again. And I think if they'd have okay. laid laid the I know that the reason they put it in here is obviously because it has a payoff in a later episode. I think it would have been more rewarding if it would have happened earlier in the season. Is my only comments on that. Makes sense. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So that was. Um, so she turns into an egg, and then that's it. It's <laughs> all an egg. forgotten about. The rift is apparently closed up. I mean, the thing that I like though is they kept the um, when Rose back, like Rose runs back to go and find Mickey. They actually kept the uh, kind of scars of the cracks of the, the yeah, earth yeah, on yeah. there. So it just it's kind of like proof that things didn't just go back to normal. You know, I mean, is it going to be something that people still talk about? Or I, I just don't know, because there's like medics there and Rose is going around. She's asking the medics, like, you know, have you seen Mickey? I mean, why none of those guys would actually know Mickey's name? I don't know. But uh... yeah, well, going off on a bit of a tangent, one of the one of my miscellaneous notes is so Jack is a time traveler, obviously, and you know he's got this Torchwood season coming up. So no real spoilers, but technically, from this what happens in the Torchwood series, there are three Captain Jacks present in Cardiff at that time. Oh my goodness! I know, that mate. That's how oh, much that they the timeline up. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's that's the kind of thing though that would draw me to that. I I'd, I'd love to see how they're ended up with three Captain Jacks <laughs> in Cardiff at that time. I mean, that's that's what you want. That you want, as I said, we have you want, three you want some Jacks. big, messy time paradox that you just like. Yeah, that's it. You know, look at this. How are yeah. we going to fix this? But, no, exactly. Um, it's quite. A, yeah, I just thought that was a funny note, but. That pretty much wraps up the episode. We only have two minutes yeah. left of recording. Do you want to briefly... Oh, love it or hate it, JP? Um, 
I've got to go love it again, I think. I, I just, I don't, I, I, it was just a middle episode for me, really. It wasn't, oh, yeah. wasn't yeah. bad, wasn't good. But I'd say I love it because it, you know, as we discussed, it gives it. If you don't hate it, you love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a character. And, uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, I love this episode. I think it's a genuinely really good episode. After a few that I find quite boring, I think this is a nice change of pace. I'm guessing, because I have seen the uh, next week episode clip thing. Yeah. Because there's a few things. It looks like a game show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 no words apart from maybe they were let loose in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire at some point, and they were all very drunk and went, I bet we can make an episode in a game show. <laughs> well, mate, it is, it's not just a game show. It's the weakest link, and it's Big Brother. Yes, no, I saw the Big Brother, because when they get eliminated, they actually get eliminated by the looks of things. By the looks of things. Yeah, so that, that just, uh, the only thing I could think of is maybe, as I said, the writers got drunk one night, accidentally went into the wrong studio, and went... <laughs> I've got an idea here. This, this, just bear with me on this one. Bear with me. Um, so, and then, of course, there was loads of Daleks there and everything like that. So there's two things I'm thinking. One, the host of the game show, or whatever the, the producer is, is nicknamed Bad Wolf, or maybe that's the company or something like that, almost like going back to the long game with Max. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking maybe that could be Bad Wolf, or the company could be Bad Wolf, or the project, you know, some something on that kind of, you know, in the, the, the back room is Bad Wolf. Or the Daleks have a ship called Bad Wolf. Oh, okay, okay. Because they've they've got to turn up at somewhere, you know. They, they they've got to appear from somewhere, and guessing they're all on the same ship. I'm guessing that Bad Wolf is a call sign, or it's the name of the ship, or it's the name of a Captain Dalek, if that's a thing. I, I feel like that that's going to be yeah, that that's going to be something there in that episode. Okay, fair enough, mate. Now, good to hear you. Good to hear your theories on that. We'll, uh... I can't wait to hear myself next week when I go. What <laughs> I've been maybe not maybe you're back on maybe you're back on i'm i'm, I'm not inclined to say <laughs> i've got to wait till friday now what's, what's the day it's tuesday now i've got to wait three more days until i watch it and then, uh, <laughs> then i'll find out but um i'm excited for the finale yes i am because um the fact that the daleks are all turning up as well do you I, wish I'm you just... hadn't seen them in the next time trailer Yes, I do actually, and I may next season I may stop watching the next time thing. I don't know. It just yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. I w- I wish I'd have warned you not to watch it, but it totally slipped my mind. But yeah, it's uh, two episodes left. We'll do it as one uh, one story, one episode for us. We'll do an extra bonus episode to give us a rundown on the series. But thank you for listening, everybody. We're going to do a quick yeah. wrap up this week. Thank you for your engagement on the social medias. Thank you for the fantasy football. Thank you for the TikToks, for the YouTube, for the Instagrams engage with us comment on us and most importantly leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast because it's the only way we can beat the stupid algorithm because we picked a stupid name (laughs) now guys just to echo what joshua said thank you so much for listening thank you for all the engagement we really do appreciate it and we will join you next week for the finale thank you guys and thank you jp adios amigos